rocket science, it's not complicated, it's not foods that need to be brought in for the Himalayas, it's not, it's not complex. Like the more you dig, the more complexity you have to sift through and the more learning you have to do and the more understanding of basic, basic pathways, you then realise, oh, so that prostatic was that, or, or oh, hang on, we only secrete these particular enzymes. That makes sense then that those food would match with mm. what it is we can provide to break that down. And then you realise which foods don't match with that. And, oh, okay, so they're not actually terrific human foods then. Um, mm. You go right through all of that and then it comes back to pretty simple foods that, yeah, our great-great-grandmothers would have been able to access it and prepare really simply and they were delicious. Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body and life you love. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host for this episode. Today, I'm sitting down with my dear friend and now business partner, Emma Skarakis, the nutrition coach. In 2015, I was lucky enough to come across her article, Defending Fruit and Other Non-Complex Carbs. I couldn't believe what I was reading. All these light bulbs were going off my head. I'd known for a very long time that what I was doing wasn't working, but there was just so much information out there and I was so confused. What she was saying in this article made so much sense to me. I then went and did her Popping the Food Bubble program and the rest is history. In this episode, we talk about all the dumb diets we've done how Emma shifted her view on nutrition. We talk about her work, the people she's worked with, sugar, and why it's not the enemy that it's made out to be, and why so many women are in so much trouble metabolically and hormonally. As always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Insta stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Let's spread the word and free other women from restrictive diets. Everybody and welcome to the very first episode of Ask Emma because I've been hounding her to come on my show because she was the one that changed it for me all those um, years ago and I'm pretty sure everyone who's watching is going to know who Emma Skorowskis is. Um, she's a certified nutritionist, she's based in Melbourne, she has two kids that are just adorable and they got blonde hair and she had a lovely husband um, and yeah like your article Emma um, defending fruit and non-complex carbs. That is what was the game changer for me. Like I was reading your article and, and I, I just was like, oh my God, so many light bulbs were going off and I just had to work with you. But I guess for anyone who doesn't know you, maybe you should just give, give them a quick spiel about who you are. Apart from the woman that saved Kitty from all those crazy diets. Um, yeah, well, I'm a nutritionist in private practice in Melbourne. I think at the time... Was I in Sydney? No, I think I was back. I think in you're in Melbourne. You found me. Um, you were pregnant. Yeah, you were pregnant. Just, I was. Yeah. So it must be about six years ago. Yeah, was it that long ago? It must be. I think you were going on maternity leave. So I remember we, no, we worked together and then you went on maternity leave because okay. I wanted to keep working with you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more, six and yeah. a half, seven years ago. Um, yeah, just struggling along, pushing a message that is very different to what anyone else pushing over this part of the world um and slowly but surely we're finding people aren't we <laughs> we are saving the world one woman at a time from all the crazy fitness industry diets yeah, exactly yeah so i just practice privately mainly doing cons- uh, consults over a course of maybe four to six consults over maybe three months so mm. bringing everything back to basics for clients and re-educating them completely really about mm. 
food, about their physiology, about how their digestion works, um, you know, nutting over all the symptoms that they've had maybe for years and for them to understand why they're getting these symptoms and how simple food choices could you know, alleviate those. So, yeah, there's a lot of talking involved, there's a lot of re-education, a lot of reading expected for the client mm. to do. But for me it was the only way, having worked in the industry and done the usual thing, have a quick 45-minute consult and <laughs> make a follow-up and here's a little list of foods to eat and change and, you know, take your fish oil and eat more salads and do what, you know, we're taught to um, encourage people to do in this industry. And wondering why no one really ever changed food or came back for more. Um, Because you've tried a lot of different diets, haven't you? Like you've been... Because I remember, remember, were you telling me you were vegetarian for a while? You went vegetarian. What have you tried? What have you done? Gosh. (laughs) I picked up my first book on nutrition. I was nine. That was Fit for Life. So that was very much, excuse me decline that um yeah so then oh put me on a ridiculous journey of vegetarianism over my teenage years i think macrobiotics oh that was the worst grains and lentils and digestive issues um versions of paleo uh, high fat low fat no carbs high carbs raw food juicing cleansing oh yeah all the fun stuff but for me i think I think my aim was to find that way of eating that works so well that in me physically that I then felt comfortable in being able to recommend it to others. Mm. I sort of felt like who am I to tell you what you should and shouldn't be eating if I don't do that myself and it doesn't work for me. Um, so particularly when I was, gosh, doing all the juices and green smoothies and all that rot um, and wasting away to my lowest body weight and I wasn't even looking to lose weight, realizing this is not a way to, you know, maintain health, um, maintain muscle mass. It just, it was quite alarming. So I was always observing and experimenting. And then thankfully, you know, came across some better information. Mm. Somehow, I still can't figure out how you came across my work and thought to even go down that rabbit hole. Because, I mean, you're in an industry which is suffocated by what were you eating? Broccoli and chicken breast and nuts and nuts. seeds and almond milk. I think it was because eat some carbohydrates. Was- yeah. Cause you know, it's not working. Like I remember t- like, cause I got, had got divorced and I was seeing this therapist and we'd always talk about nutrition and she's like, Oh, you know, kitty women with thyroid issues shouldn't eat green vegetables. And I said, yeah, but you know, like doesn't everyone, shouldn't everyone eat plates and plates <laughs> of green vegetables? She's like, no, no, no. She's like, go and read um, Ray Pete, go and have a read of Ray Pete and Emma Scrouse. Cause obviously Ray's works quite like, you know, sometimes it can be hard to um, digest. So I re- read some of his and then I went and read that blog of yours, that Defending Fruit and Non-Complex Carbs, and I was like, holy shit. Like, this is why I consistently and constantly binge eat, why I have sugar cravings. I was like, because I would completely cut out fruit and dairy. Um, I would never drink. Or- orange juice was like the devil. Oh, no. You know? um, <laughs> and I just read it. And you know when you just like the light because you've been searching? Yeah. You've been searching and so I'd done, and I'd done everything. And I emailed you and then I think you had to apply to, to work with you. So I wrote that all my clients. I was still tuning you. I was checking if you were ready for it or if I could be bothered with you. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm there to try and convince you that 
everything you've been doing, just do the total opposite. Uh, mm. you know, it's, a, it's a long, hard, exhausting, <laughs> you know, effort to drag someone through that and have them challenge, you know, what is politically correct way of eating healthily. Mm. Then I'm like, no, 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 I can't be bothered doing that. But if you've been there, done that, worked it out yourself, started to question everything, had the light bulb moments, um, being a bit red-pilled, I suppose, then, you know, then I find those clients are hungry for it. And every little mm. that I give them, they're like, oh, yeah, and they eat it up and they apply it straight away and then they get the benefits straight away. Um, so, yeah, when a client applies to work with me, I tend to ask them some specific questions and if they, um, if they put it out there that, no, I just want to lose eight kilos in two months for that do I've got on and I just want you to write me a plan and tell me how to eat. I go, eh, I'm sorry, I'm pretty booked up for the next six months. <laughs> no, I was happy but, when you took me on. I was so happy. It was just incredible. Like I remember just challenge, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. We have certain topics and we talk through them and you'd be like, wow, this really makes so much sense. I've been training and drinking chocolate milk. Um, and you had your own training yourself going, what the hell are you doing? And I'm sure Craig was kitty, seriously, having a bit of a crisis or something. But you, I don't know, there was... Yeah, you really persisted um, and then God took it to the nth degree and <laughs> opened a gym and what's your slogan on your T-shirts now? It's fantastic. Oh, the chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah, the inappropriate thoughts powered by chocolate milk, milk and inappropriate thoughts. Well, it, just, <laughs> it just changed my life. Like it just, you know, I just, after that 12 weeks, I was free from binge eating, from restriction, from, you know, I could eat foods that I liked. I felt so much better. I slept better, you know. It was just, and it's sort of like, you know, I, I, I think I forget because I've been doing it for a while now and we've worked with lots of clients that it really isn't mainstream and I forget how not yeah. normal we are, um, yeah. you know, because when I first did it with you, I was like, wow, like this is, I was like this, it's like someone's given me like the key. And, and, oh, and the rest okay. of the fitness industry doesn't know. They don't know, you know, like, you know, why do you think it, do you think it's, it's, it's like we've moved so far away from what our grandparents used to eat. And we've come right back to that. Yeah. When you start to figure it out, it's, it's not rocket science. It's not complicated. It's not foods that need to be brought in for the Himalayas. It's not, it's not complex. Like the more you dig, the more complexity you have to sift through and the more learning you have to do and the more... Mm understanding of basic, basic pathways, you then realise, oh, so that prosthetic was that. Or, or, oh, hang on, we only secrete these particular enzymes. That makes sense then that those food would match with mm. what it is we can provide to break that down. And then you realise which foods don't match with that. And, oh, okay, so they're not actually terrific human foods then. Um, mm. You go right through all of that and then it comes back to pretty simple foods that yeah, our great-great-grandmothers would have been able to access and prepare really simply and they were delicious. Um, it's, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's, um, it's an interesting full circle you sort of come and you look back on some of the foods you used to go out of your way to get and yeah. force down and tell yourself that you thought they were delicious and you look back and go, oh, what was I? <laughs> you know, yeah, um, why? And, and, you know, obviously, like, you know, Ray Pete and there's Dodie and, and Rob, like who are some other people that have inspired, like that you have researched and read and applied? Um, yeah, well, certainly Dodie. I've spent years working with her. She's a wealth of knowledge. She's, what is she, pushing 80 now? And one of the few people in the world who have worked directly and personally with Ray for a very long time. 
Um, but she has the knowledge from the perspective of females, which mm-hmm. is really important too, I think. Um, she's, she's really good at dumbing it down, I think, too. Like, because yeah. I worked with her after you because you were like, oh, I'm going to maternity leave. You can't keep working with me. <laughs> um, go, you know, contact Dodie. And it was amazing spending that year with her. And, you know, she's yeah. really good at simple, like complex ideas and simplifying it so it's easy mm. to understand, I think. Absolutely. Mm. Um, you know, and as a woman then going, well, how do you then take this information and prep a decent dinner that is easy and and you know, not too much hard work when you've got kids and other challenges going on. Um, I think that's part of my role is taking what, you know, say Ray or the work of Broder Barnes and these incredibly freakishly genius people, but even just to read their articles, as you said, it can be a bit, oh, gosh, I've got to (laughs) change. But then with all of that going, okay, well, that's great and all, but what does that maybe entail as what can I make for breakfast that would, you know, sum up what we've learned about eggs and dairy and, you know, just making it um, practical. I think that's, that's pretty important. Um, and then learning to adapt because there is no one size fits all breakfast even. What mm. works for one person, the next person might get bloated and be sluggish and get a blood sugar crash within half an hour. Um, learning how to gauge if that food works for you, mm. how to tweak things, um, just basically reminding people just how to tune back in and gauge for themselves what works. Mm. Mm. They always say, you know, eat to improve your metabolism. Don't eat because that's been told to you that is a perfect health food. Mm. What works for you might not work for Joe Blow. So you've got to um, keep experimenting and be your own, be your own scientist. Mm. Experiment and and what they might fall upon that goes oh my god that meal gives me a lovely you know increase my temperature my energy stable my mood's calm my mind's clear um, I sleep terrifically after that particular dinner Um, you know that that they're the ways to gauge whether whether you're on the right track or not so Mm. you know play with it. It might be some random meal that you, you know, as a practitioner, you couldn't even contemplate for that person, but it's just about experimenting. It works for them. Yeah. It's so interesting to say that. And, you know, you talk about metabolism. What are some of the things you sort of slightly touched on it before that you get your clients to track and measure? So if someone was to have a fantastic metabolism and they were really healthy, what would that look like? Um, Well, certainly learning about how to, you know, check your temperatures and what that means, what the fluctuations of that means. But alongside a pulse reading, that's really important. Um, doing that is one thing, but even that can be inaccurate occasionally because even just stress hormones can elevate a temperature. Mm. So you've got to gauge, is that temperature high with stable, calm energy or is it high and your, you know, your pulse yeah. is high or your mind is racy or you're anxious? I mean... Maybe it's stress putting it up. So you've got to kind of learn to decipher that as well. But even indicators like more recently, um, I was chatting with, asking, I think it was a chat with Jodie, but we were talking about noticing things like just the temperature of your fingertips. Mm. That temperature is so extremely different to, say, on your chest or on your cheek. Mm. And you notice that huge difference just by doing Mm. that. Mm. That might be 
more accurate way to gauge it than relying on that thermometer, which maybe isn't even accurate. A lot yeah. of thermometers aren't that accurate or the way you use them, you know, um, you might not get a clear indication from that. Um, even looking at, you know, your palette, the colours of your fingernail beds, you know, whether they're a bit pinkish, they're not like grey-blue or white. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just feeling that you can take a deep breath, like a full breath. Mm. It's not all upper and racy and you've almost got that air hunger, but you feel it's complete and grounded, um, you know, and then a stress sort of comes at you and you go, oh, I can deflect that quite calmly. You know, mm. little things don't agitate you. Uh, yeah, so many, so many factors. But in general, just seeing that your digestion is well fueled and there's a good fire in your belly and your appetite's up, yeah. Um, you can go to sleep at night, fall asleep and stay asleep. <laughs> Menstruation's regular with no symptoms whatsoever leading up to your period. That's Isn't it, it interesting how many like women come into our program and they just like, they think that it's so normal to have really painful periods and yeah. not sleep through the night and they've just accepted that. Yeah, and that PMS is just part and parcel of being female and just yeah. accept it and take an aphrodisiac and suck it up. Um, but that maybe they didn't need to have it every single month. Mm. It's crazy, hey? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's the thing. The things that have become accepted that, oh, well, that's just what I have to deal with or take the painkiller or push on, um, that maybe those symptoms that we should go, no, no, that's not good enough. We can aspire to feel better and fix them completely. Yeah. Um, And that's the thing. I think when we just fixate on finding the right foods and digesting food more efficiently, getting more sleep, getting more light, the simple things, mm. all of a sudden they'll look back on that initial uh, health questionnaire that I might have had them fill out and I get them to tick every box under the sun of symptoms. Mm. Um, and they might have ticked about 30, 40 boxes of symptoms and a few months later we'll go back through that and they'll go, oh, I actually forgot I used to have that and that and that all the time and now it's yeah. down to nothing much. Um, the things that sort of drop away quite passively once you start just, you know, the simplicity of just eating digestible foods first and mm. foremost, eating enough of mm. it. Oh, it's, it's just crazy. Like I think about my old diet, like when I, when I came to see you, I think, you know, I was eating like 1,600 calories and it was like oats and protein powder and almond milk for breakfast with blueberries because blueberries were low in sugar. <laughs> And, you know, tuna and green beans, more broccoli for lunch, more spinach, raw spinach for lunch, um, almonds for afternoon tea, salmon. You loved it though, didn't you? Oh, oh <laughs> all I would think about all week was the cheat meal I was going to have on the weekend. You know, like that epic, like oh. the disgusting pizzas and the corn chips and just so funny. Like I never even think about that now. Like, you know, you and I talked about, you know, the cravings. Like I just don't get. Like I don't, like we'll have chocolate in the cupboard and I just don't even eat it. Yeah. Because I just don't even, I just need, yeah, it's like I, it, it, every meal that I have, I really enjoy it. Like after we do this, I'm going to, I made this really nice spicy pumpkin soup with coconut milk and prawns and I'll have some juice with it. And, you know, it just, I drink Coke sometimes. <gasps> Everyone, oh, the sugar Nazis are going to be out. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, mm. Oh, I just, I can't, it just changed my life. Like I can't on, honestly thank you enough, you know, oh. like I just. Well, that's sweet of you to say, but it's not that, I mean, it's part of it, maybe what I can share with you, but 
it takes the person to be open and hungry for it and ready to listen and ready to be brave enough to go, all right, I'm going to go gung home with carbohydrates and I'm going to reintroduce sugar. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Um, mm. and, and also you were pretty serious about your, you know, bodybuilding and competitions and things like that. That No, I wasn't really. I was a bit of an amateur. I wasn't really like a serious, I just, I think I just, I did it because I wanted, I wanted yeah, to be, I wanted to be lean. I wanted to be lean. Yeah, that's it. I, do you know, it was, just, it was another way to try and be lean, to yeah, restrict. Right. Yeah. It, was, it could have been scary for you to go, oh, I'm going to eat all these foods that I was always told were taboo and were going to make me get fat and then, you know, get a bit cuddly. But you well, I think it's just like it's not working. Like what I'm doing is not working and I'm running myself around in circles and I'm consumed by food. So I was like, there's got to be a better way. Hmm. There's got to be, you know. Um, and I think like with it, and you and I talk about this a lot, it's consistency. Like it's not a magic pill. No. You know, you still have to eat the right foods consistently, get the right nutrients into you, rest, get sun. You know, it's a fine balance, I think. You know, obviously, like we refer clients to you who've got really specific issues, could sound out of our scope, but we work on changing body composition and, you know, getting them to fuel their bodies. And I think, you know, like we're like to the women, you shouldn't be eating under 1800 calories, like don't eat under 18. And then it's about finding that balance, you know, like where is that right calorie range for you? We can sleep well and have good energy and not you know, yeah. get cravings, but then you just need to, it just needs to be, you still want to be hungry. Like it's normal to feel hunger between your meals. Like you want to be salivating and, and looking forward to that next meal. And if they can just find that good calorie spot and get the right foods in slowly, the fat comes off and they get stronger. You know, it's like they don't have to do these crazy diets because it always ends up bad. Mm. It just, they just rebound. Absolutely. Like worse. Like you, I mean, you probably don't have that many clients, like you probably take more specific clients i guess with more specific health issues like the people that we refer to you with really bad digestive issues and you know i guess you probably wouldn't take people who are like i just want to get into better shape um i do sometimes yeah. i get a few yeah. people who say look i feel well enough i'm well yeah. in regards to what people see as well i don't have an illness as such um yeah. that you know i just want to feel the best i can feel i want to go from feeling you know mediocre okay good enough to feeling great or um, they're there, but they just, they want that understanding. Um, you know, what, what is going to prevent me from ageing too quickly or from, you know, getting the cancers that my mum had or the mm. stuff. And it's, that's really encouraging when you get a lot more people who, you know, really they shouldn't have to spend the time or the money to put work into this stuff because in regards to what is considered healthy they're fine mm. but they're just willing to put the work in and to put the time into educating themselves to feel even better or to feed the Up kids to better or yeah. to educate their husband around you know maybe what he could eat better or <laughs> just to understand things it's it's great and i i think generally most people know more about their car parts you know or they put more mm. money to servicing their car or yeah but when it comes to their own bodies, they're prepared to just go, you know what, I'll just order light and easy and it's done for me and I'm guaranteed mm. to lose some kilos. I won't necessarily gain any health from it, but, mm. you know, it's it's mindless and it's, you know, no effort in regards to, there's no reading to do or um, time to put into the, the learning of it. But I just see it as such a fascinating topic that why wouldn't you want to learn about it? And why wouldn't me you too. want to extra control over the intricacies of how you can day by day feel your best and 
you know, if a call starts to appear, what you can do to prevent mm. it. And yeah. uh, there's so many um, tricks you can learn about what you can do to alleviate the things that people just see as, oh, well, it's just part and parcel of getting older or, you know, your hormonal cycle, whatever it is. Mm. And why do you think, Emma, like, the, you know, we've talked about this a lot, that the fitness industry, you know, it's just rife with 1,200 calorie diets, you know, fitness models that train six days a week, um, you know, and it's funny, like they never talk about the binge eating or the menstrual cycle issues or the, that they don't sleep through yeah. the night. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like these women, I think, striving for this. And I used to be the same. You know, like, I think it's, I mean, this is just my personal opinion, but it's, it's fine to want to look good. Like, but where is that point where you go, it's detrimental to my health, you know, like where they're striving for this unachievable, where you're obsessed and, and your health starts to, you know, they start to not sleep through the night. Um, you know, why do you think it's gotten so far? Like, how did it, how did you, yeah. I just wonder how it got like this. Like, how did we... Well, I don't even think it's just the fitness industry. I think it's mm. anyone who likes to call themselves a health nut or a, going on a health journey or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's like when people say that they believe that mind and body are connected and all that sort of thing, but then the way they live, they don't truly believe it. Mm. Like they'll say, you know, I know to eat well, you know, how you think and all those things are interconnected, um, but then they'll decide that I'm going vegetarian because that is apparently the healthiest way to be and it's good for the animals and the environment or whether they perceive, you know, their reason for becoming, say, vegetarian or a vegan. Um, but then, I don't know, they get so caught up in, okay, well, that's the rule book to eat like that and I'm going to adhere to that. And mm. I'm going to ignore the fact that I can't get to sleep and ignore the fact that I stop menstruating, ignore the fact that I can't get pregnant, ignore the fact that I've got a receding hairline as a male and male appearance <laughs> Oh, that's okay because that's not actually connected to how I eat. Mm. So I'm a vegan, so I'm happy with that. I'm a really yeah. good go. Um But then they're, they're ignoring the signs that, uh, hang on, how you're living and how you're eating isn't actually working for you because if it was, you wouldn't have any of those challenges. Yeah. So there's a connect to noticing the basic measures of health and it's, it's like when people say, what are the best blood tests, saliva tests? hormone nutrient tests, whatever to do to ascertain if you're healthy. It's like, well, sure, there's probably some great tests out there it can do and it probably cost a bomb. But if you can't tick the boxes and say that you sleep well, your mood is good, you, your general outlook on life is positive, you've got a good thick head of hair, like those basic things, mm. forget all those other measures. I mean, they're, they're amazing. And if you can't tick those boxes, then you've got a question Am I undernourished in some way? Um, and, and, and cravings is another one. Mm. Sugar craving and, and just see it as, oh, God, I've got no willpower and how am I going to beat this craving and I'm going to show how strong my you know, will I am. Oh. Um, rather than going, hang on, maybe the body is this incredibly intelligent organism that sends out cravings for a reason. Maybe blood sugar is getting too low and it's a yeah. point. You've got to top this up before, you oh. know, and things start to break down to keep your life. Um, you know, either ignoring cravings or just seeing them as this annoyance that is to be ignored and suppressed 
um, I think I've got totally off track with the question. Oh, no, but, it, but, it's, but it's good. It's good, you know, like the whole sugar thing, you know, like, you know, we talk yeah. to women and, and they're like, well, your body's got built-in mechanisms to tell you what you need, like salt, sugar. Cool. You know, it's like sugar, your body craves sugar because it needs sugar, um, mm. you know, and so many women go to me, yeah, but sugar's poison, but your body's not going to crave something that's poison. Like put it in context to it. It's like you don't, you don't want to go out and just eat 10 cups of white sugar. It's just energy devoid of nutrients. Um, but some white, white sugar in a nutrient-rich diet is fine. Like I have white sugar. It's synergy. It's energy, you know, yeah. but it's like, of course, if you go out and eat fucking donuts full of polyunsaturated fat. It's one stuff, ingredient, if that. Yeah. 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 It's like, it, it's so it, they, they just, the sugar gets blamed. Yeah. You know, oh, oh it's not natural. I'm like, it comes from a fucking plant. Yeah. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same as the fruit. It all gets broken down into the same thing. It just doesn't have any nutrients. Yeah. So, of course, use your brain. You know, it's like, but I guess they're so brainwashed by the fitness industry. It's interesting. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I got, even like we do this um, six-day challenge, this free challenge, when we give them like basic stuff to do. And this lady emailed me. She says, look, I can't afford to do your program, but I just want to let you know that I've started, you know, like my family, I've put, we've bought the nudie juice and we've started eating more fruit and we've had a bit of sugar in our coffee. And she's like, we're all feeling so much better. She's mm. like, thank you so That's much. Yeah. 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 And you're probably thinking, oh my God, there's so much else I could teach you. But God, if that alone is seeing such an improvement, then wow. Yeah. Just fuel, fuel for the cell. That's funny. Like, I don't even know. And this is a whole nother topic about the whole sugar. You know, I guess that, 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 that the, it, the nutrition industry, I guess, goes through stages of wanting to find one thing and blame it like, yeah. The saturated fat, mm. you know, and cholesterol and that, and that's been proven wrong. Um, and I guess it's like sugar's the next thing. We'll just blame sugar, you know. Well, animal protein was demonized yeah. from yeah. Absolutely. Eggs are terrible. Yeah. It's just funny. It's like I, you know, like when I spoke to you and you're like, it's just old-fashioned food, Ken. And I think about what my grandma, like when I was little, I'd go to a house and we'd have scrambled eggs and she'd actually squeeze juice for us, like from oranges and she'd strain the pulp out. Um, mm. And, you know, she'd make homemade cakes, you know, like we didn't eat heaps of cake, but we'd have a little bit of cake. Yeah. We'd have flour and butter and sugar. Um, you know, she'd make a lot of roast meats. She'd make steak and kidney pie, like lots of roast root vegetables. I remember like no, there was just no they sugar. Vegetables. Butter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In lard. Oh. Like she'd, yeah. Uh, tallow, butter. Fruit. We used to pawpaw. She'd have these beautiful pawpaw and banana trees in her and we'd have every, and passion fruits and we'd have like fruit salad with freshly squeezed OJ over the top. I'm like, she'd make bread. Oh. You know, I just think, wow, what the fuck? Yeah, if you stuck with that since then, you know. Like, yeah. God, I think it's some of my own, you know. Custard. She made ice cream. She made, she made beautiful custard. Yeah. And that's the difference too, I think. I think because certain foods become very junky that mm. they ice cream back in the day was just sort of emulsified egg yolk with cream sugar, and cane yeah. sugar, not dextrose or glucose syrup or whatever, just sugar and milk and some cream and some eggs, vanilla. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually had a pretty good protein profile. It had some incredible minerals in there. It was supremely digestible, delicious. It gets you mm. everything. I mean, you're just sucking those nutrients. But then I guess along the way through the Industrial Revolution and, you know, certain ingredients becoming too expensive or mm. 
could dump some vegetable oil or some mm. vegetable fats and, you know, poor quality dairy or mm. not even dairy um, and the gums and things to thicken rather than actual egg yolks and all of that, of course ice cream became a junk food. So you associate mm. ice cream with junk. But if you look back to what ice cream really was and what it was traditionally made of, it's an amazing food. Mm. So change your perception of it when you start to realise well, you could make it like that or, you know, hunt down the one or two brands available where it's actual, you know, real food ingredients in there and it doesn't have to be junk food. And I think too, when you actually eat enough food to fuel your body, you don't get to the end of the night because you're like, oh, I can't have ice cream in the house, so I'll just binge. But I'm like, you're not eating enough. If you feel like you're going to smash a tub of ice cream, you know, like I have our ice cream and I'll have like 100 grams because it's so rich and it's yeah. so creamy and I'm like, I feel satisfied. Yeah. That. I don't need to eat the whole packet, the whole tub, you know. I don't need to eat 10 brownies. I can eat one brownie and have a glass of milk and feel good because it's like nothing's – there's no more restriction. It's I think – because some people are like, oh, yeah, but you say don't eat this and don't eat that. I'm like, well, we're giving you recommendations based on your symptoms. Like it's not about – don't eat this food. It's about the, is that food going to nourish my body and help me feel good and sleep well and have good energy? So it's like, just test it. And mm. you eat brown rice, I guarantee you're going to be farty. You're going to like be constipated. You know, it's not whether it's good or bad. I think it's about, is this going to optimize me? Mm. You know, am I going to feel optimal eating this food? And gradually you work out and you know, like I used to love Nando's and eat heaps of Nando's. If I ate Nando's now, it would just make me sick. I yeah. reckon like those vegetable oils and you know it's you don't have to eat you can just eat really beautiful like make burgers with beautiful sourdough make coconut oil potato chips in your air fryer get the beef patties get the Gilesburg cheese like you can make sourdough pizzas we get we've got this awesome bakery that has the sourdough pizza bases we all the whole gym gets them we make these beautiful pizzas and you know it's just like and yeah it's just eat a little bit less that day if you're gonna have a bigger meal at night it's just you know it's well you'll find you probably don't even want for much more than that Nah, because you it's you full. Yeah. And when you meet your body's needs, yeah, body's not then looking for something, and blood sugar's not too low that you then crave more sugar or you mm. know mm. It needs a met, and then the body doesn't send out those signals that it needs more than that. You know, mm. whereas you've got to wonder when you were eating maybe as much food, but you know, bad quality foods or foods devoid of enough nutrients that. I wonder, you know, if there was a block of chocolate ice open, you'd be like, I can't not think about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, on Saturday night, you just end up having to, you just have to eat the whole lot. Um, but yeah. then when you start to actually feed your body sufficiently, you realise that, oh, it's been sitting there for weeks. I haven't even wanted for it. Yeah. It's not about, you know, power of the mind or, you know, controlling your cravings. There's no control you need to do. It's just you realise that, oh, there's no craving right now because I'm, I'm good. Yeah. It's just incredible. Like I honestly can't believe it. I can't believe that I can have chocolate in the house now. Tubs of ice cream. Like we have tubs of that lick ice cream, you know, cause I'll go through stage of like, Oh, I'll some, you know, I've custard now for a week and then I'll, then I'll sometimes have ice cream. Has ice cream for bags and it'll make me sleep better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I know. I, I, and that's another myth, right? Like the carbs before, but we could talk for hours about that, but you know, I guess, and I'm just conscious of time. Cause I know that you, uh, um, okay. you can't sit here for hours and talk, but you know, like if a woman was watching this and you know, she's completely confused about all the diets and stuff out there, like where would you say to start? Like what advice would you give her? Oh gosh. Depends what, she's, what diet she's come off or 
Like, would you just how you know uh, how much she's, I suppose, starved her body for how long and how slow her metabolism's become, and you know how off because at the same time, if if you're at a point where your temperatures are way low, your pulses. No, um, you know, there hasn't been much energetically going on and you decide that oh, I've heard that ice cream's good for me. I'm going to make a batch and eat the whole bowl. Yeah, yeah you'll be well, sick. Anyway, you'll well, sick. You'll be nauseous. Your liver will be shocked. Um, maybe in a few weeks you'll start to get a bit tubby because things have been going slowly and then you dump all this on it that it can't do anything with. Um, so little by little, everything's... You know, so gradual. You'd say gradually increase. Gradually. Start a bit more fruit. Yeah. Maybe the quality of the foods first before mm. you work on trying to amp up the overall calories or mm. just being conscious of doing it gradually let the body adjust um give yourself time don't be hard on yourself mm. but it's important i think to do the reading and the learning first and foremost and mm. mentally digest the information first because if you just go by oh kitty said oj is good and i haven't had oj in 10 years so it must mm. be good for me well that's where everyone went wrong in all their other diets because they just yeah. decided here's a rule book or here's a new diet book i'll just follow the rules and mm. go by the diet plan just because they tell me to mm. you've got to know the whys and hows behind it and then when you then eat that food you'll feel like god i get why i need this and i can notice the difference when i have it and i get why that's happening then you're going to want for more and you'll do better from it so the understanding is so important and mm. We should learn more about this as a you know a high school subject. Mm. Geography of Africa, you know, like it's, it's important to know. Um, like I'm educating fifty year old women about their menstrual cycle, and they never understood the ebbs and flows of their hormones and why certain things arise at certain times of the cycle. They never got it. They mm. just assume that they're female and it's hard work, and this is just how it works. Um, like I find that criminal that that's just not part of our education of being a human yeah um, so yeah i think the start point would be just to just do a bit of reading and just take time to digest that you know if i send clients i send them a lot of that you know as you do a lot of handouts and reading on certain topics um and i say do it the old-fashioned way print it out on paper keep information in front of you each time you sit down with a coffee and you've got five minutes just have a read Keep a red pen with you, circle bits that you just go, hang on, that's challenging me, I don't get it, I'll ask them about it next time or I'll, um, you know, put asterisks where, <clears throat> like that moment, and just sit with it, digest it, you know, apply little things. Um, but even the littlest change you make in that one day or one week, even if that small, you know, introducing like a carrot salad, like we encourage and all those sort of things and, and understanding why that's behind it, Rather than beating yourself up and thinking, oh, God, but the rest of my diet isn't perfect, you've got to think that that one thing is going to make me that much healthier or digestively a bit more efficient than I was one week ago or one month ago. And in that, that's an improvement. So mm. see little each little tiny improvement as, as huge um, and important to just take them on one by one. And mm. to make them a habit is going to take time. Until that becomes your, no. your normal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Rather yeah. than I'm going to change it all overnight, and I've got to remind you know memorize what these foods are and and make it all too much of a shock to my body. Um, you're not going to stick to that very long. Mm. I don't think you've got to just 
slowly, you know, find new norms and, and apply them and give it time for it to become a habit too. And then, you know, a year from now, you might look back and go, oh, God, I can't believe I was going without these great foods for so long and I can't believe I used to eat that. And, you know, it just all of a sudden becomes, this is just normal for me. Yeah, I think you hit it the nail there. It's the realistic time frames of, you know, because it's years and years of yeah. doing this and you can't, un- let alone get to your goal in 12 weeks, you mm-hmm. can't unlearn and undo everything you've done. Like you have, I say to women, 12 to 18 months. Like that's how long usually it takes to really make the changes and get to where you, depending on if, you know, a lot of women come to us needing to lose a lot of body fat and, you know, it's got to be slow. And it's like, what's a year? What's one year in your whole life versus continually going around in this merry-go-round of yo-yo diets? I just don't understand it because I guess it's hard. You know, it's hard to be, for women to be consistent. But like you say, chip away, be kind to yourself, fail forward, you know, and just improve. Aim for improvement, not perfection, and you'll get there. Well, and it's also a bonus when a lot of the things you and I would encourage are maybe easier, easier to prepare than what they have been doing, mm. easier obtain ingredients than what they've been going out of the way for probably cheaper mm. um, probably more delicious uh the type of foods that your kids are going to go mm, i want some of that and your husband's going to be happy eating so you're not trying to make your own special diet and cook them separately and so it's it's very user-friendly and it's very, very um enticing in all those other ways mm. that i think it's easy to uh, apply the kind of changes we would encourage um nothing's too yeah there isn't god i remember you know activating and soaking nuts (laughs) and and dehydrating god um just just crazy stuff so it's yeah it's basic but first and foremost understand the whys and hows why you're going to choose that food and Mm. why you're going to make an effort to increase your consumption of a certain food Mm. don't understand why it's not going to be something you're going to persist with um you want to change someone's whole perspective on the food in front of them Mm. so if you're out somewhere and you had options to choose from and you might have in the past gravitated towards the bread and the pasta just because Mm. you enjoyed the taste them or something once you get how that food digests or doesn't digest or Mm. how it might feed bacteria more than it feeds you or Mm. you know the work you're putting you know putting on your body to try and you know break down that food or what's not giving you after all that effort Mm. that food and go oh it's not actually delicious to me anymore i'm not drawn to it Mm. um yeah it changes what you're drawn to i think Mm. oh totally totally yeah yeah it was a game changer changed my life (laughs) just so happy now i'm just so happy i think we're all happy that you've then gone on you know you you quit your day job you set up an incredible gym with you know um totally shocking sort of (sighs) health advice that comes along with becoming a member at new strength and all of that um and how you've challenged and shaken up the industry is is so inspiring but you just need to set up these gyms all over the place like (laughs) one Enough, sorry. <laughs> we'll have to come and do one in Melbourne. You right, the world needs chocolate milk, don't they, Emma? Oh, yeah. certainly. And more ice cream. You know, like I'm hesitant when a client says, great, okay, so I'm making changes with my food. You know, what other changes should I make with exercise? <laughs> and, you know, I put a little bit up on my blog of my thoughts on exercise, which fit very much in yeah. what I do. And I say, well, look, if you don't live in Brisbane, 
Elise work with Kitty, you know, long distance, but um, ultimately I'm hesitant to put them onto most gyms or personal trainers because I know the type of nutrition that is going to come along with their advice. Mm. Same old, same old. Um, and it's going to then, you know, they'll have a session with me, then they'd go and have a session with them. Mm. And they'll be told something quite conflicting, which will slow them in their progress of kind of adhering to what I'm getting <laughs> to do. And it's, yeah, when you're conflicted mentally by different messages, it, it's, it's hard to move forward. Oh, totally. No, we love it. Well, we refer clients to you and you refer clients to us. It's really good because obviously we preach the same message, which is, um, which is awesome. I, I can't, <laughs> my muscle growth is not quite. <laughs> so whenever, you, whenever you're ready, you can come and do the online. Yeah. I just leave, you know, small children at the moment. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>